How about Andy Murray, 35 years young. The dude plays a five-hour match in his first round. Wins that with a metal hip, might I add. Now, my client, Carol, has two metal hips, which is awesome. And she's running again. But this guy's a professional athlete. He's never going to be the player he was. But he plays a five-hour match two days ago. Last night, he beats Fantasy Kokonakis. Down two sets, wins three sets in a row. It takes five hours and 45 minutes. It ends at local time in Melbourne at 4.05 a.m. 4.05 a.m. I saw that, and, and he's got a gash on his elbow. I mean, he's a badass. I mean, he'll never be the player. I saw a doc on him. He, You know, he whines and something, but there's something about Murray I always loved, and I felt that he played with, you know, and had a run, got injured, and I'm curious how far he would have won. I mean, first... first uh, English, well, he's Scottish, but yeah, the first Brit to win, I, I guess you would call it that, to win Wimbledon, won it twice, right, he won it twice, I mean, did things that no one had ever done before, and I feel that, you know, to, to want to come back and play, and then play 10 hours, over 10 hours, and then four or five, which is ridiculous, these matches start at 11 o'clock at night, I mean, come on, really, I mean, is it honestly, it has to start even 10 o'clock at night. I know they have to have matches at night, but if it keeps going, it keeps going. And I don't know how, you know, and they go on forever. I mean, they go on, and the, 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 the fitness level he's at. And I saw that and I was like, God damn. I was wondering, what am I going to start the show off with today? And I said, you know what? Let's give Andy Murray some props. So I'm giving props to him and congrats on that. And it leads me into this craziness. So Andrew uh, Filipponi, he writes about the Steelers. Big, he writes some funny shit. So, you know, they re they didn't they didn't fire Matt Canada, who a lot of people wanted fired as the offensive coordinator of the Steelers. He puts up a survey. Would you rather have Matt Canada be the offensive coordinator this coming season, or would you rather have the top ranked Madden player? And you know, and of course everybody put the Madden player. And I'm thinking, why not have a a reality show where you the Steelers, which will never happen, but the Steelers hire the top rated Madden player to become the offensive coordinator. And they don't realize how hard it is to play the game, to think, because that's we all think we can do a better job. But when shit comes to, when, when, when the shit hits the fan, when it gets real, could we really do it? But it would be an interesting thing. You know, I mean, they have all these other stupid reality shows. I mean, they're having this farmer show. We're watching this show about the, you know, on the their special forces, 10 people, Dwight Howard, Amendola, Scarmucci, that dipshit. And all these people, a couple women, uh, Carly Lloyd, are all tr 10 days, and they have to see who could. I think it started with 15. They're down to eight now. I mean, if that could be a show, why not make this a show? So bring in the top Adam player. And you know what? How about preseason games? How about a preseason game? One preseason game, you have, well, I guess, you know what? Maybe, yeah, you would have someone come and let him bring a top Adam guy and let him be call all the plays in one game and see how it goes. The top Adam guy. Because everybody thinks they can do a better job, and especially Matt Canada. See how he can do. I mean, I think it'd be kind of interesting. I thought that was, you know, Andrew Filipponi, he put it up there. I mean, they can't stand Canada. They thought the offense suffered. They did finish the 9-8 record. And, you know, I mean, everybody's, every year is on, every year, it, it seems like every year they want to fire, they want to fire the Steelers coach. And I'm, I'm blanking on names again. They all want to fire the coaches. And I don't, yeah, I can't believe I, Mike Tomlin, Mike, every year, it's like, get, get, rid of, get rid of him because, he, you know, he's two playoff wins the last 12 years. He, you know, he's won one Super Bowl every year. You know, they're good, but they don't do anything in the playoffs, blah, 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 blah. Here's a player's coach. He, you know, uh, Pickett wants them to draft Jordan Addison, who was his wide receiver at Pittsburgh. And Addison went to USC because Pickett left and he wanted to play at USC uh, from Pitt. So now, you know, got, got, you got to bring in weapons. You have Pickens on, you know, he's a guy who's going to, I think, going to be a superstar. We'll see what happens with him. You have, the, uh, what do they call him? Deont, uh, drops him, whatever, drops in uh, Johnson, because Deontay Johnson drops a lot of balls. But I thought that was hilarious. Would they let it happen? Probably not. But it's something interesting. You see, and that's another thing. I took this picture and I realized what I could have started with was Dana White started his power slap league last night. The dumbest fucking shit. Why is that competition? 
Two idiots standing in front of each other and letting each other slap each other. Well, a woman slapped another woman. Woman had this, you know, the tattoos and the mohawk and, you know, intimidating. She got knocked out in her ass. I mean, I'm thinking, first of all, it's boxing's bad enough. But to have let someone hit you with no defenses and what, you can take a slap? And Dana White starts this thing. Hey, Dana White, how about you get in the fucking, you get out there and let them slap you in the goddamn face. So that was on TBS last night. And I think I watched two seconds of it and I was like, are you kidding me? And there's rules about you have to stand and everything. You're standing full throttle in front of the person and you have to, I mean, it, it, it is the most idiotic thing I've ever seen. Maybe Dana, you know, Dana, and Dana White, yeah, he just keeps going on and on. You know, he can do whatever he wants. You know, he can get into altercation with his wife and uh, nothing happens to him. Meanwhile, he can pay his fighters garbage. So Demetrius Johnson, the UFC fighter, when he when he lost to Dominic Cruz in, for the Bantamweight Championship, he got 14000 to show and 14000 if he would have won. So that, he got 14000 for fighting for a championship. Well, he fought, then he fought Ian McCall in Australia. Same deal, 14 and 14 if he won. It ends up, he got the second fight, he got up to 20,000, either did 30,000. When he won the new contra contract, new title, 125,000 and 50K for a win. Now, he wanted a fight for the, he wanted a fight for the championship, which did not happen. And he ended up, he wanted a million dollars. I think it was Dylan Shaw. I, I, I want to make sure I get this right. He wanted a he wanted a million to fight, and they wouldn't meet it. Meet his I mean, fourteen thousand for a guy fighting is it's embarrassing. I mean, I feel like it's 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 disgraceful. I mean, these guys are putting their I mean on the line, and and then you see he starts a slap league, and you know Dana White's too much in charge of you know with these fight. I mean, thirty thousand for a fight. The guy's a champion. He's fighting for thirty k. I mean, it's it's kind of it's it's embarrassing. It's it's not something he wanted a million. He, so that ended him with UFC. So they wouldn't pay him that money. And I, I love when this doesn't work. I, I love when the link doesn't work. And I am furious with the athletic. They told me and they never fixed. So I, you can save stories. Of course, the app it, it stopped working for me. I just can't get it to work. And they said that they resolved it with me because they answered my question and they passed it on. So that resolves it. But it's still not working. So how's it resolved if I still can't open up any of the save stories? It makes no sense at all. So Demetrius Johnson is, is in the one championship, flyweight champ. Last fight, he KO'd Adriano uh, Moraes, and they're going to have a third fight May 5th. Also, when he was making 125000 as a champ and fifty k if he won, he wasn't getting any points on the pay-per-view. Because what he was a, light, a a smaller fighter. I mean that's bullshit, man. That isn't that's not cool. I mean you know you're screwing with these guys, their livelihood and everything. Not not good, not good in my opinion. Now tonight you got the Bruins at the Rangers. Bruins are thirty five five and four, which is unbelievable. So they have seventy four points this season, where the Rangers have fifty seven, and so they're the Rangers tonight. Rangers won their last. They beat the Columbus last. Ma uh, match. Uh, Bruins beat the Islanders last night, four one, at UBS in. I guess it's in. It's is it considered Queens, Long Island? I don't even know where that is. I haven't been to that arena yet. And Devils are at the Kraken tonight. And the Nets with Kyrie back. And Seth Curry says it's good to have him back. We we need his scoring. Yeah, we need his. Of course, you need his scoring. You don't have anybody who can score besides KD. And you're a twenty seven and sixteen team. And you know what? You really don't have a lot of scoring depth of the guys you have on the team right now. Of course you need them. You need them to get scoring. So that didn't, you know, we'll see what happens there. At the Suns, uh, Cam Johnson is playing his first game towards meniscus in November. They're 21 and 24. They're not playing great basketball right now. We'll see how that works out. Eagles are going to have their green tops and white pants. Lane Johnson is playing. Jalen Hurts, they said now, is completely recovered, which I think is bullshit. I don't think you recover from it. Listen, I, I did an incline bench press once, and I took me a year, a year for my goddamn shoulder to heal. A goddamn year. So I call bullshit on that front. No, it doesn't heal that quickly. Yeah, and Josh Sweat, who hurt his neck, what was it, week 17? I thought he was going to be done for the year. 11 sacks. He's expected to play as well. We'll see how that goes. A lot of stuff, Zach Rosenblatt writes about the Jets. Mike LaFleur wasn't high on Zach Wilson. Offense, he said, was more effective with Flacco, Josh Johnson, or Mike White. Yeah, are we shocked about that? And Elijah Moore told LaFleur to go fuck himself 
at an October practice amid frustration with targets per The Athletic, per Rosenblatt too. Yeah. And they're on the Jets. I mean, Jets, Jets, Jets is a, just a shit show. I mean, let's be honest here. Jets have so many issues that, you know, I mean, you can't even... How many offensive coordinators? So the article, I, I, what Rich Samini talked about it, that they have had... They have had nine in the last 13 years. Nathaniel Hackett's dad, Paul, was offensive coordinator from 2001 to 2004. And since him, when he did four years, Brian Schottenheimer, who I thought was going to become a head coach at one point, 2006, 2011, that's, that's, that's all you have for longevity. I mean, and, and LaFleur is supposedly one of the, it could go, go into the Rams. I don't know how LaFleur is going to get another job that quickly, but supposedly is Brian Johnson, only 35, said he's done wonders with Jalen Hurts. He was a record-setting quarterback at Utah. Coach Dak Prescott at Mississippi State. They said he'd be a tough get. He's joining, getting considerable interest and has been mentioned as a head coaching candidate. Also, they could they could try to pair him with offensive line coach such as Keith Carter, formerly of the Titans. We'll see how that does. Now, now the, now the Jets did have... Garrett Wilson had 56 first-down catches, led all rookies. That's a guy with shitty quarterbacks, had over 1,000 yards receiving, 83 catches, four touchdowns. And, you know, Sauce Gardner also had a pretty goddamn good year and with no quarterbacks really i mean zach wilson led the team with six touchdown passes i mean kind of crazy now the giants are also going against the giant killer which is boston scott boston scott when he with the eagles six and two when he plays against the giants he has 414 rushing yards nine touchdowns on the ground almost five yards of carry 17 catches for 222 and a touchdown and has averaged 26 yards and seven kickoff returns so he's five six two oh three 34% of his rushing yards, 43% of his receiving yards, and 59% of his touchdowns against the Giants. This is a guy who has played 52 games against everybody else and eight games against the Giants. Yeah, Brandon Graham says he's known that he's known as the Giant Killer. On the sidelines against the Giants, whenever he gets the ball, we're talking about it. And five of his nine highest single-game rushing totals against the Giants. And Yeah, and there's something about him that gives the defense trouble. And Zayre McKinney says, no, come on, are you kidding me? And against the Giants on December 17th, he had a career-high 117 kickoff return yards on three attempts. We'll see what happens. I mean, they're talking about the, oh, they're going to they're gonna blow away. And I feel bad because Harris wanted to watch the game and with Bill. We got to go to Jersey. We got to party. I, I would rather watch the game. But, you know, shit happens. So I'm going to try to think maybe we could get, maybe we'll, I'll go over to Bill's house that night to watch the game. I'll figure out something. If he gets to Bill's house, I'll go to Bill's house. Yeah, it's going to be kind of hard. Michigan doesn't do well with pets. So we'll see what happens. And Evan Neal, who number seven pick out of Bama, has given up 11 sacks this season, which is not very good. And they had a thing, you know, how, you know, Boston Scott, 6-2, and two, played so well against the Giants. Mahomes is 11-0 against the Broncos, 53-16 and 16 against the rest of the league. Aaron Rodgers, 64 touchdowns against the Bears, 411 against the rest of the league. Emmitt Smith ran for his most career yards of any Giants opponent 2,027 yards against the Giants, 16,328 against him, but everybody else, which is still. But how about that? Two, over 2,000 yards, Emmett Smith. I still remember when he played with that separated shoulder and had that game against them. And the University of St. Thomas, they got a donation of $75 million, the ninth largest donation in college sports, the highest ever to University of Minnesota from alums Lee and Penny Anderson. Three years after they moved to Division One, they, they have a new arena being, uh, being built. 6,000 for college basketball, 4,000 for hockey, also practice rinks and courts. 75 million. It must be nice. I just watched the U again on ESPN. Goddamn, when they were they were so goddamn good. I was watch, you know, I, I was like I should have watched something else. I'm, I'm I'm trying to watch Fado again. If you haven't watched The Mayor of Kingstown with Jeremy Renner, it is fantastic. Season 2 just started, episode 1. It's really good. Really, really good. I mean, Jeremy Renner's fantastic. The cast is fantastic. I'm really curious where it's going to go. Yeah. So, and, you know, more games going to Europe. The Bills, Titans are going to play in, you know, in the UK. Jags are going to play at Wembley. They could play the Niners. That could happen. And the Pats and the Chiefs will play in Germany. And Andy Reid's excited to have some bratwurst. I mean, they're really pushing the game overseas. They're going to put a team overseas. I mean, I guess they're just going to figure out 
travel and scheduling, but they're going to put a team. I, I don't, I mean, they should put a team in England. If they put a team in England and Germany or just start a European division and then become the world, I mean, it would be, the ratings would be, I mean, they're boffo as they are now, but you put, they, they, fans are into it in England and they're into it in Germany. Mexico, they could put a team. I mean, they would sell out. I think it'd be awesome to have teams all over the world. I mean, rollerball with uh, James Conn. It could work. You could see. And also, Sean McVay, eight coaches either fired, let go, or left. I mean, Liam Cohn went from Kentucky to the Rams to be offensive coordinator and then went back, or quarterback coach, and then went back to Kentucky. So something happened there. Uh, he got rid of his special teams coach. I mean, there's going to be a huge transition. I'm, I'm curious what's going to happen there. I was like, Jesus, a lot. It's, it's a shit show right now with them. We'll see what happens going forward. Von Miller had gotten a replica Lombardi jer- uh, uh, trophy last year to motivate the Rams for the Super Bowl run. It worked. And now he has the same one in the locker room with the Bills. We'll see if it takes off, but time will tell on that one. Aaron Glenn, card's going to... I like that. Aaron Glenn, I think I think they have a they have something... The, the Lions can be really good next year. We'll see how that goes out. But I, I think I think Glenn should get a head coaching job. Him and the... Uh, the the Lions offensive coordinator he turned down he the, the Lions OC he turned down a Ben Johnson turned down because he thought turned down uh, uh, interviews because he thought he, there's something special I mean Aiden Hutchinson Goff for next year uh, Jamal Williams DeAndre Swift uh, Amon Ross St Brown I mean that team if the defense gets a little better and they have the two draft picks they have the Rams on their own this could be a hell of a season I'm I'm, I'm excited to see what they can do. Aaron Glenn, he deserves a shot. He's, he's, you know, I mean, the D was up and down, but, you know, he got them playing better as the season went on. We'll see what happens there. Jerry Jones, $225 million super yacht. He just looks like a big houseboat. It's pretty big and pretty ugly. McCall Hardman, he's out with the pelvis. He's not going to play against the Jags. They said now O'Brien is the top candidate for the Patriots offensive coordinator job. Snoozeville, who cares? Cam Jordan, so he had been fined 50000 for allegedly faking an injury. They rescinded it, thank God. He said he didn't fake an injury. He was pissed about that. Josh Boyer, three years with the Dolphins. He's out as defensive coordinator. Mike McDaniels is, wants to bring in his own guy. I mean, he, he, he kept him from the previous regime, and he, you know, wasn't happy, and he's going to bring his own guy. John Harbaugh says 200% that Lamar's staying, and they just lost their offensive coordinator to... Greg Roman pursuing other opportunities, which means we're going to move on. And he says Lamar is going to be involved with the hiring of the new offensive coordinator. So I guess maybe they are giving him a contract. He was there from 2019 to 2022, Roman. They averaged 21 points a game. I mean, I think a lot of teams are realizing you got to change things up. Harbaugh is not going anywhere. But, you know, I mean, Lamar can stay healthy. We'll see what happens. Brian Flores, candidate for the Falcons defensive coordinator job. So is Vic Fangio. I mean, uh, Cardinals associate head coach, wide receiver coach, Sean Jefferson, who has been coaching forever. He was with Belichick in 96 with the Jets. I mean, now he's a guy. I mean, just you hear name after name after name. Leftwich, Leftwich was fired, which they said all along with the, and I, I think I think Todd Bowles should be fired too. After an 89 regular season, they're talking how the, deep, the offense didn't get it done for the Bucs. And Rick Stroud was the one who put the news out there, said it. As many as five offensive assistants and two on defense expected to be let go. We'll see if that comes. I mean, a lot of changes. I think Bowles should be gone too, but that's probably not going to be happening. I saw a thing on my email saying, could Trey Lance be traded because Brock Purdy's playing so well? I mean, there's a lot of teams who want quarterbacks. Trey Lance coming off a horrific injury that he should recover from, but I guess we'll see what happens. Tennessee with Aaron Rodgers. You got Vrabel as a very good head coach. Derrick Henry would take some of the pressure off him. That would be a good fit. That's somebody that could happen. Jamal Dean from the Bucks and Eagles. James Bradbury highlight impressive cornerback, de- uh, def- uh, defensive back class. I mean, Bradbury, I remember, took a, had to take a pay cut a couple of years ago from the Giants, and he had a phenomenal season that, what they, 45%. They completed 45% of the passes against him. Plays Played really well for the Eagles this year. Those guys are free agents. They could get, they get some big offers. Like, well, they said that Dean, his... Carlton Davis, what, got a three-year, $41.5 million deal. He gets something similar to that. 
you always need help with the secretary. You need guys that can shut people down because receivers are having crazy years. And Sean Payton is seeking 20 to 25 million. And they said, how is he looked at so favorably? And Mike McCarthy is looked at not as favorably, favorably as they both won one, one Super Bowl. Well, that's interesting. Because, you know, he had Breeze all those years, Payton. And McCarthy had Rodgers. And they just never got back, right? Oh, wait. But McCarthy did get back. They lost to the Steelers, whereas Breeze never won and done. And they had a couple of years they should have went to Super Bowls. I, I don't know. I, I, I think I think that, uh, yeah, it just seemed like, you know, Peyton was, Peyton was always looked at as an offensive genius where I don't, I never thought of McCarthy. McCarthy. I thought, I felt both guys had a lot of talent. I mean, you know, th- there's a good point. You could have a case for both of them. They really only won one championship, which is still saying something. But neither coach really stood out. Maybe he's more players coach. I mean, everybody's looking that they they can rekindle the magic. But, I mean, you're talking about even Payton with Breeze only won one. I mean, it's not like he won. Went, went, and he, not even that he went to to Super Bowls. That was it. They, they One and done. I mean, there's they, there was years the team were great and they, they lose in the first. They lose early, early in the playoffs and everything. They'd have great regular seasons. And, you know, and McCarthy has... Cowboys have a shot. I mean, they have a shot against the the Niners. I mean, we don't know if Brock Purdy is going to have. He's played well every game, but what if he's a drop off? I mean, hey, last year they should have beat the they should have beat the Rams. They didn't. You know, I mean, that's the thing. You're going to have to. These been playing so great. What if the D's gives up a lot of points and Purdy's going to have to match him? Could Purdy put up? He has put up the points, but can he? I mean, there's pressure every game. We'll see what happens there. Time will tell. Okay, yeah. Bumble sends me dumb stuff sometimes. But 20 to 25 million, that's a lot of shekels, man. Yeah, and Chad Ochocinco didn't want to spend money his first two years with the Bengals. He slept in Paul Brown Stadium until Marvin Lewis kicked him out. I mean, I guess he slept there at night. I mean, that's what got... I mean, I knew what... Jeremy Lin slept on his... on his brother's couch? Brother's or sister's couch? And then they had people over, so he crashed on one of his teammates' couch that he was too big for? I can see that stuff happening. I mean, that makes sense, right? Yeah, and the Mets bought out Thomas Nito's last two years of arbitration, so he got a two-year, $3.7 million deal, the catcher. Makes 1.6 this year, 2.1 next year. I mean, for that kind of money, a catcher who can... You're going to need guys. You need depth. That's a good deal on that part. Al Leiter, Howard... I I loved Hojo. I did. Howie Rose and Gary Cohn will be inducted into the Mets Hall of Fame this year. Love that. Al Leiter, solid player. And Hojo, I remember he he had 39 home runs. I remember he, you know, he always played hard, always played well, was a consistent guy, and good guy. I always liked him. Knicks lost yesterday to the to the Wiz. Well, Mitchell Robinson out three weeks after undergoing successful surgery, fractured his right thumb yesterday. That isn't good. DeMar DeRozan missed last three games. They beat the Bulls in Paris today, 128-110. And this is hilarious. So there's back and forth. Oh, wait, wait. All right, all right. Let me let me talk about Mike Bray is retiring after 23 years. He'll retire at the end of the season at Notre Dame. Sam Calhoun put, with him retiring, 15 coaches left from the old Big East, 79 to 2013, which is crazy. You're talking about 79 to do that. Bayheim is still coaching. Huggins, Patino, Dixon, Willard, Cronin, Hamilton, Buzz Williams, Lavin, Heath, Haith, Amaker, McCollum, and Norm Roberts. But how about that? Beheim is still from the original Big East. That's the one. And Huggins. Patino. I mean, these guys were around for... Thank you, Sam Calhoun. And I had talked about, uh, you know, Provorov would not skate during the Pride. So Gary Bettman. This is from Ethan Sears. Bettman had, you know, politician he is. He spoke ahead of... Oh, there was a ceremony. I forget who the ceremony is for today. Miller, who I don't know. I just... I, I started the show and I saw this pop up and I wanted to put it down. So individual players are going to make their decisions and follow their beliefs. Let's focus on the 700 that embrace it and not one or two that may have some issues for their own personal reasons. It's a cop-out. That's a cop-out. And I, I agree in a way that let's look at the good, but it's, it's not good optics. A guy who, who doesn't want to, you know, want to do that and decides, you know, I'm going to go, you know, my religious belief. Blame it on my religious beliefs. I just think that's a big cop-out. I, I, I don't like it at all. Yeah, it's like every day you get these stupid, 
these guys who are going to the transfer portal like every second and you're like wow Ohio State women's basketball looks to improve the 19-0 they play Northwestern tonight 19-0 best start ever which is crazy yeah and Andy Reid said that Doug Peterson has resurrected the Jaguars which I totally agree with and but this was great so Stan Van Gundy thought that he was getting dissed by KD so he said 90s NBA teams had just a trainer and strength coach. They practiced more often and harder and played more back-to-backs. Team now, teams now have huge medical and performance staffs and value rest over practice, yet injuries and games missed are way up. Something's not working. And Durant wrote, Stan spit in. No, he goes, I'm not criticizing players. I'm saying that we're getting somewhat wrong in how we prepare and train players. We can't do anything about injuries like yours. He fell on your leg, but all of these groin, hamstring injuries, etc. shouldn't be happening as much as they are. Stan, I agree with you. That's what he was saying. And I agree. I feel like, you know, guys never miss games. I mean, pitchers pitch complete games, and now these guys miss. Oh, I have a, I have a, um, you know, like a soft tissue injury, whatever. Listen, you know, you know what's crazy? Bergeron, the captor, captain for the Bruins last night, slap shot came up. Now, the visor only covers from the nose up, the hockey players. The puck came and hit him in the fucking face. He goes immediately down, blood pouring out, goes in the locker room, and I look again, and I'm like, I go, I go, Michigan, there's a, the guy on the bench looks like he's a bloody nose. Goes, That's Bergeron. I mean, the guy was back at like 10 minutes. Fo- NBA, NBA player, and now football is, a, is a, a different thing, but NBA player, he'd miss, he'd miss three, baseball player, hockey player is a different breed, man. I mean, he got a line, puck right in the face, and I said to Michigan, they got to make, a visor that goes down further because if that puck comes up it still doesn't protect you and you get hit in the face like that i was like god damn i mean there th- that's a badass i remember watching that yesterday i was like holy shit and i thought he was done for the game no nope, he's back out there and i was like holy shit yeah i thought that was great i i, I love i love stan van gunny i agree with that i don't know what's going on if you guys are hurt all the goddamn time and you know it's ridiculous and uh yesterday the aaron fox had 31 they beat the Lakers 116-111. LeBron at 32, like almost a triple, 8-9. Russ at 19. The, they're 25-18 Sacramento, which, hey, let's let them make the playoffs finally. And Lakers are 20-25. Jokic, they beat yesterday. The Nuggets beat the T-Wolves 122-118. Jokic had 31-11-13. His fifth triple-double in the last six games. He's got 14 this season. Uh, jo- Doncic is second with 10. Sabonis and Russ have four, and Harden has three. Five in the last six games, triple-doubles. Three straight. Unbelievable. And they're 32-13. and 13. They're playing. And, and, and the, um, yesterday, the, the Grizz won their 11th straight. And Trey Young went against Luka, Luka last night. Trey Young, I know he did double-double, but I, I wasn't. I mean, DeJounte Murray is really scoring for them. And, you know, Trey Young can't really shoot. He's a terrible shooting percentage, but they beat the the Mavs last night were four and three and Christian Wood fractured his he fractured his thumb too yesterday during the game and he's gonna miss a week and they can't afford to lose a guy like him because he's a double double machine plus he sh- blocks a lot of shots that's gonna hurt them going forward yeah fractured left thumb reevaluated next week LeBron has taken the most Statmuse had this stat up most field goal attempts this in January he's averaging twenty five a game Clay Thompson's over twenty three. Brunson's at 23, and Luka's at 23. 25 shots a game. Well, he, I mean, he doesn't have anything Davis. He's going to have to do that. And Atlanta's trying to get rid of John Collins. Well, the problem is he's making $25 million for the next three seasons. Nobody wants to pay that money for a guy who's not putting up, who's, who's, who's you know, putting up numbers and everything. And Curry, his last seven games for the Celtics, averaging over 31 a game. He's playing great. And Rugiel's Custom Meals. All right. JD talking sports. You got any sports questions? Bring it on. Averaging 31 a game the last seven games against the Celtics. Unbelievable. Yeah, he's crazy. Yeah, five three-pointers a game. Almost six rebounds, five assists. He's just he's just a different breed, man. He's a different breed. Spurs have reached a naming rights agreement with Victory Capital. They're going to have a new performance center, part of teams. $500 million. These projects are like, the money is astronomical. I mean, it's just the money is crazy how much money they're spending. LIV Golf is going to be on the CW Network, which I was like, the CW Network? I mean, Stargirl, huh? 
I guess uh, no sports properties on there, but hey, they'll be on TV. And Lise won the Dominican League title for the 23rd time. The, the, they won on a walk-off, and the, the celebration was pretty cool. I saw the Coyotes have their third jersey. It's kind of like a dark red. Yeah, it's got some lettering on the side. It's all right. It's pretty cool looking. I, you know, I, I would wear it. Araldis Chapman, one year, $3.75 million. Welcome to KC. KC, yeah, good luck. Yeah, this is the end for him. And I saw the Rutgers. I always see these random things. I'm like, who the hell is Dave Brock? Well, Dave Brock, coached four years at, at Delaware, was an analyst at Texas this past year and spent, before that, he was with the Falcons from 2017 to 2021. He's going to be wide receiver coach for Rutgers. Michael Hivery has joined us. How you doing, Michael? Any sports question? Bring it on, dude. Anything you want to talk about? Bring it up. Ask me any questions. Ask away. Love to talk about it. Saturday, April 15th at the Dump, Ohio State Spring Game. Is it going to be Kyle McCord or is it going to be Devin Brown? We're going to see who's going to be the quarterback next season well, as the, 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 the Ohio State Buckeyes get their asses kicked for the third straight year by Michigan because Michigan's coming back, and I know that, that uh, Blake Corum is pissed. And I know the whole J.J. McCarthy, they're fucking pissed. And we're going to see what's going to happen. I still don't know what happened with that, with the co-offensive coordinator. Nothing had been reported with the whole computer, what he was watching at the computer at Chen Beckler Hall, but what, Weiss? But doesn't sound good. And, yeah, so Mike Bray is done. 641 winning percentage, 13 NCAA tournaments. He went to two with Delaware before that. Winning this coach in program history. Won a coach of the year, AP coach of the year, three-time Big East coach of the year. They're 9-10 and 10 this season in Notre Dame, 1-7 in the ACC. So, you know, I mean, all good things must come to an end. MLS Club, LA, the LA Football Club lands a record-breaking $100 million naming rights packed with banking giant BMO. That's a lot of shekels, man. And Seattle Storm will retire Sue Bird's number 10 jersey June 11th. Pre-game ceremony at Climate Pledge Arena. Thank you, Girls Talk Sports TV. Four-time WNBA champ, five gold medals, and two NCAA titles at UConn, four FIBA World World Cups. She's awesome. Yeah, they're gonna, yeah, they're gonna miss her. I saw Alicia Gray got traded too. And OK State quarterback Spencer Sanders had over 9,500 yards passing, almost 2,000 yards rushing in four years at Oklahoma State's going to go to Ole Miss. Jackson Star- Jackson Dart is the starter there. Well. I guess Jackson Dart is, they, they're saying that Spencer Sanders will be the starter. Dart threw for almost 3,000 yards last year, 20 touchdowns, 11 interceptions, and another 614 on the ground. Sanders only played 10 games last year. He was injured. He still for, threw for 2,600 yards, 17 touchdowns, 9 interceptions, but he has lowest completions percentage of 58%. You know, I mean, Kiffin, Lane Kiffin is going to need a quarterback, and they both can run. I guess it's going to be interesting. And they got that kid who was playing at LSU who never got into any games because of Jaden Daniels. Who All these guys are former five, five-star five recruits that, you know, don't get into playing time. And then they transfer to another team. And you're like, oh, okay, dude, good luck with all that. We'll see what happens with, with Ole Miss for the upcoming season. And a fan paid $2.6 to see Ronaldo versus Messi in Saudi Arabia. $2.6 for a ticket, a VIP package. Okay. Pete Golding is now going to be the Ole Miss defensive coordinator and inside linebacker coach last five years at Bama. So Bama, well, you know, Saban always replaces. And there's plenty of guys he could find to take over the job. And Seton Hall was down 17. They came back and they beat UConn 67-66 on a last second putback. And I thought, I thought he, and I thought on a free throw, he went over the back of the UConn guy. UConn was 15th in the country. But they've lost five of the last six. And uh, I'll tell you, not playing, you know, uh, they got uh, they got Dan Hurley as their head coach. And they were number one in the country at one point. Or they were top top two. They're, 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 but, you know, it's better slump now than later. We'll see what happens going forward. Yeah, and Ron Carthon with the Titans. Oh, and I saw David Crosby passed away at 81. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We'll see what happens on that front. Okay, so also, 
some interesting stuff happened. So a California lawmaker has introduced a bill requiring universities in the state to share as much as 50% of revenue with athletes, a pay-for-play system that bucks NCAA policy. The state that ushered in NIL could again radically change college athletics. Given the revenue figures from P5, Power 5 teams, football players could make anywhere from 100000 to 200000 a year. Athletes would receive up to 25000 a year, and the excess would be placed in a fund that they can access only if they graduate within six years of enrollment. So, hey, you know what? A lot of these guys aren't going pro. And when I was watching the U, they, the players were talking about how all the new buildings being built were because of all the revenue and all the kids coming to school from the U and all the exposure and everything they were getting. They said, we should be getting a piece of that. And those guys didn't get money back then. I mean, I knew they got money, but not like NAL money. I mean, you know, they were two live crew and Luke Campbell they were always going after. And I'm for it, man. I mean, they've got billion-dollar TV deals. Billion, I mean, the money coming in is astronomical. They go to a 12-team playoff, more money's going to come in. I mean, they're just printing money right now. I mean, if the coaches can make $10 million a year, then you should go to the players too. And, I mean, you got Sean Payton asking for 20 to $25 million to coach a football team. A football team. It's fucking ridiculous. And LeBron, 48 Monday against the Rockets. He's now had a 40-plus game against every team except the Clippers, and they'll play next Tuesday. Crazy, right? Yeah, they said that the... One thing that Frick Katz said, with a huge burden on the Knicks, you know, they lost yesterday, with the way the non-quickly reserves are struggling to score right now, when one main guy, in this case Randall, has an off night, which he did last night, and when the first unit doesn't hit three, there's a, there's, isn't much room for error. They were seven for 26 from three, where the Wizards were 16 for 42, and there's your difference right there. Talked about Luka, 18 points, 12 assists, 21st double-double. Luka, but, he was, but on the plus-minus, he was, he was even, zero. Whereas Luca was minus five. Reggie Bullock had 18 points for the Mavs, but was minus seven. They, they were outscored by 17 points when he was on the floor. And Christian Wood had 22 points, nine rebounds, two blocks. He's out. Luca had 30, but nine for 19, two for eight. That means they played good D on him. And now that's over with. And Rudy Gobert, you know, got this huge contract. Well, since, you know, they mortgaged their future for him. Their defense fell from 13th in defensive efficiency last year to 18th this year, and he's having his worst defensive season. And they have him under contract for quite a number of years. So, John Assad, thank you for that. I mean, that's that's no bueno. Yeah, Grizz won last night. Uh, Dylan Brooks actually blocked a shot by Darius Garland at the buzzer. So they are now... What's, what's their... Yeah, they got the win last night. Yeah, I don't... I, I don't have their. I think they have the same record. I think they're NBA playoff NBA standings. So the Grizz, Nuggets and Grizz. Gri- actually, they play one more game. So the Grizz, the Nuggets are nine and one the last ten. The Grizzlies have won eleven in a row. Grizz are one game back, thirty-one thirteen, and the Nuggets are thirty-two and thirteen. And the Kings are third in the goddamn West. The Kings. That's awesome. The Nets are fourth, and the Knicks are now down to seventh. They're really tied, but the Heat, I guess, head-to-head. They're still in the—I mean, you got to be top ten right now, so we'll see what happens. And I know I picked uh, the—I picked the Thunder to win 15 games—15 games—what did I say, 15, 17 games? So the the Thunder are 22 and 23. They're in the ninth spot. They'll play in the play-in right now if that, if that happens. Yeah. Brett Maher, everybody's saying they shouldn't keep him. The, the Cowboys shouldn't. Well, you know what? You've had him all season. It's kind of hard to, you know, to do that. Oh, and the the Vikings are firing their – oh, Michigan is playing at Maryland 7 o'clock tonight on Fox Sports. Vikings have fired defensive coordinator Ed Donatel. Are we shocked about that? No. No, come on. Not even close. Yeah. I, I'm not shocked about that. I mean, the D didn't play well all season. Was bound to happen. I mean, you know, come on. That, not shocked at all by that. And scoring is up. 24 40 point games have been tallied through the first 19 days of 2023. Yet, I mean, Donovan Mitchell had 71 40 point games this, this year in 2023, which is crazy. Unbelievable. Yeah, Damian Bill, in the last three weeks, crazy. 19 days. It's, it's unbelievable. In the last three weeks, and the Bulls are the only team with three different players to crack the 40-point mark. The Rosen, Levine, and uh, Vukovic. The Celtics Warrior Knicks have had two do it. 
LeBron passed 38,000. The league has combined for a total of 104 40-point games this season, eighth already in the top, in top 10 for the season, and we're not even at the All-Star break. They're on pace for 200, more than 50 above the all-time record of 142. That mark was set in 62, due in large part to 63 40-point games by Will Chamberlain. Unbelievable. And, and they're already the top 10 this year. Is that crazy? Yeah, they're already in the top 10. Yeah, that, that's nuts. I mean, that's crazy. 104 already. Yeah. Yeah, unbelievable. This, this is crazy. Uh, Doncic leads the way with big men's Giannis and Joel Embiid on his heel. But so Doncic has 40 point, 40, nine 40 point games this season. Embiid has eight. Giannis has eight. Tatum has seven. Lillard six. And Mitchell for Cleveland. And Booker from Phoenix with five. KD has three. And Chris Ford passed 1981, won the 81 championship with Boston as a player. Died at 74 in Atlantic City of a heart attack. He was credited taking the NBA's first three point basket. Was a Celtics assistant from 83 to 90 under Casey Jones. They won championships in 84 and 86. He really was, I mean, he was more of a bench player. Was voted Boston's team MVP in 78 79 before retiring in 81 82. 90 through 95, he was the head coach. Four playoff appearances. He was drafted out of Villanova by the Pistons and also coached the Bucks and the Clippers. So interesting stuff, right? Yeah, I thought that was interesting too. And Bucks, Cowboys, 31.1 million viewers, best NFL playoff audience for ABC, NBC since Disney acquired networks prior to 96 season, exclude Super Bowls. Historically, behind only Joe Montana's last game with the Chiefs, the 1994 wild card versus the Dolphins, which was 33.6. Thank you, Austin Karp. 31 point. Yeah, this is a, it's a juggernaut. You put it overseas. Yeah, unbelievable. And Fox has no plans for Tom Brady in the Super Bowl 57 booth. Thank God for that. The kicker, Jason Myers for the Seahawks, got a four-year, $21 million deal. Could be up to over $22.6 million. He has tied, he has tied to the team since 2026. His contract was expected to expire in in March. Got to keep those kickers. Now, rookies who made the mark this, this season, Jason, Jalen Petrie, safety for the Texans, 37th pick out of Baylor. They said he's to clean up his tackles, but led all rookies with 147 tackles and five interceptions tied for second behind Tariq Woolen. Uh, Tyler Algier, the number 151st pick at a BYU, set a Falcons rookie rushing record of 1,035 yards. 2.6 yards after first contact per rush tops among rookies. Kenneth Walker, the third for the, the Seahawks. He had 29 runs for at least 10 yards, most among rookies. Three straight 100-yard games, and he had over 1,000 yards. He's going to be a guy in the future. James Houston, outside linebacker for the Lions, number 217th pick out of Jackson State, waived after the preseason. He was the only 2022 draft pick not to make the roster out of camp, was on the practice squad, playing the last seven games. In those seven games, he had eight sacks, including three against the Bears in Week 17, second among all rookies for the whole season. Houston had a 16 and a half sacks in his final season at Jackson State. So him and Aiden Hutchinson going forward, that's going to be a good one. And Isaiah Pacheco, who was number 251st pick out of Rutgers. I talk about him. 830 yards, five touchdowns. He's difficult to bring down. And he's he, he is a key part of the offense. He's going to be damn good for them going forward and against the Jaguars. And Jaquan Brisker, who was the 40th pick out of Penn State for the Bears all season, he's been doing stuff. He's a top He's a distributor. He's multi. He's multi-dimensional. He had 104 tackles, one interception, four sacks. They said those numbers should jump next season, and uh, yeah, with Matt Ever Everfluss, and they could get Michael Thomas, and you have another season with Justin Fields. I mean, they could get better. Now this was interesting. So the Broncos, the first round of interviews for their for the next coach was Greg Penner, Condoleezza Rice, and George Patton, the GM. Second round. Per Mike, Mike Kliss said, George Patton will not be in the, the room. Now, he's the GM. Instead, it'll be Greg Penner, Carrie Walton Penner, and Rob Walton, the owners. He'll be around the facility to talk with candidates after the interview. 
Chris said that Patton is still not is still expected to be GM. Someone brought up a good point. This is this is a guy. I love this guy, Andrew Holkston, Hulk Hulk Holkskin guy on Twitter. Because people write good stuff, and I know you know the, the check marks mean something, but it really doesn't. Because people bring up good points. He said he hired the worst coach in franchise. I mean, yeah, Hackett. I mean, one year. Made the trade for quarterback, Russ Wilson, that set the franchise back several years and then extended that quarterback, who was statistically one of the worst in the NFL in 2022 before he played a game here. And he's still employed? And how do you not have your GM in interviews? You know, I mean, why would, you know, I mean, this thing, Peyton, Sean Payton's going to come in and you know that GM shouldn't be there anymore. If you fire the coach, you pay, you pay Russell Wilson all this money and the GM's still there? I don't know. And, and you have a shitty season on top of it? Something, something stinks. Steve Stamkos netted his 500th game, 500th goal in Wednesday's Lightning win over the Canucks, and he scored 501 later. He's the third active player to reach 500 goals, joining Ovechkin of the Caps and Sidney Crosby. Unbelievable. He he is he's amazing, and he did it. Yeah, well, Ovechkin's got 810, Crosby's got 538, and Stamkos has 502. And a Melkin, Evgeny Melkin has 460. He's the next closest. Kane has 438. Joe Pavelski has 435. But wow, crazy, right? Third active player with over 500 goals. And David uh, Benavi- Benavidez is going to fight Caleb Plant March 25th on Showtime pay-per-view. Uh, Benavidez will defend his WBC, WBC interim 168-pound title. The winner will get Canelo in a mandatory, will be the mandatory contender for Canelo Alvarez. Callum Plant, uh, this is from Eubank Smith said that, you know, Callum Plant has a lot of people that like him, but he thinks uh, Benavidez will be too much for him, but weight cut is going to be a problem. And he hasn't fought since May 2022. Could be, but we'll see how that works out. And Netflix, if you're looking for a job as a flight attendant, they're looking for someone to join their aviation. I, I didn't know. Th- I didn't know they had an aviation program. Which I was like, they have an aviation department. They'll pay anywhere from sixty to three hundred eighty-five thousand. Their their salary and then there's total compensation package. So I'm thinking, if you know anybody who wants to be a flight attendant, it's good to get into the aviation department of Netflix. And we'll see. And they keep talking about Tom Brady's next move. Yeah, if look at Tom Brady's next. So what's his next move? That, that's the thing. Okay, so what's his next move? Had his first losing season. Yeah, they said, uh, you know, did not have a great season. Looked every bit his age. Only completed 53% of his eye-popping 66 passes against the Cowboys. He's set to enter free agency for the second time in his career. Contract expires in March. Brady's contract contains a clause prohibiting the Buccaneers from designating him as a franchise or transition player. So we had a two-year fully guaranteed $50 million contract worth a maximum of $59 million with incentives as an unrestricted free agent. And constantly made with little regard to long-range planning, salary cap obligations were consistently pushed into the future through a series of contract restructures of multiple players, including Brady, the bill will start coming due if Brady retires. He freed up $19.3 million in 2021. Oh, my God. And there were these dummy years and everything. His contract was reworked again. Oh, my God. But it's going to be a mess. Oh, my God. So, yeah, this is crazy. So the new dummy voiding year allowed the roster bonus to be prorated on the salary cap. His 2020 cap number was dropped to 11.86 million. If he retires, they'll have 35 million of dead money. A salary cap charge for a player no longer on the roster. If he retires, the dead money would consist of 12 million. Oh my God, that's a lot of money. Wow, would get worse. Yeah, that's that's a lot of money. Even with the assuming the 2023 salary cap is 225 million, they would have approximately 52.5 million. Overage using NFLPA data under off-season accounting rules in which only the top 51 salaries matter. Oh, it's going to be a mess. Yeah, it's going to be a mess. And if he comes signs with another team, 
there would be there wouldn't be any way to avoid Brady's thirty five point one million of dead money. That's gonna be a mess. They think the Raiders are the most obvious choice because of Josh McDaniels. Went thirteen of his twenty years. He's, re- he's not returning to the yeah. Yeah, I, I don't see that. Yeah, it's not happening. It's it's a mess. Yeah, Brady would prefer a roster bonus over a signing bonus. Uh, yeah, that's crazy. Oh my God, that's that's a shitload of money. <laughs> so much money. You know, you get him, and then you have to realize you're going to pay for this years later. And then he's going to go to Fox. That is going to be a shit show. When he goes to Fox, it's going to be a shit show. It's not going to be good at all. It's going to be a mess. Oh, so Ed Donatel was one year with the Vikings. That's it. Ed Donatel. That's it. Done. All right. Let's get the trivia questions from last show. All right. Good. Last show's trivia questions were, all right, the youngest quarterback Super Bowl showdown. Since 67, the lowest combined age of starting quarterbacks in a Super Bowl is 51 years old, and it happened twice. Montana, 28, and Marino, 23, and 85, and Brett Favre, 27, and Drew Bledsoe, 24, and 97. They think there's a strong chance with all the young guys that it could be much lower. They could break the record. Super Bowl 57. Today's trivia question. Most career rushing yards versus one team. Who has the most career rushing yards versus one team? And it's not uh, it's not, it's not Emmett Smith. That a minute I saw that, I said, I gotta look it up. Who has the most rushing yards? And it's one of the all-time greats. So let's try to figure it out. All right. Supposedly Daniel's gonna be on with me tomorrow. We'll see if that happens. Uh, we got hockey tonight, basketball, Michigan, Maryland. UNC is not playing tonight. And we got football this weekend. Everybody have a great night in Michigan. My parents, Mrs. S, send my love to everybody. Harris, go Giants. Bill, we'll figure that out. Bumbles always sends me some stupid shit, funny shit. Hal, Hal's been very quiet today. And uh, Gumbo Chef's working out tomorrow. Uh, kicking ass and taking names. All right, everybody have a great day. Oh, and uh, so Big S, Big S and his wife married Burt Blylevin's white, Burt Blylevin's daughter, Kim. And I sent them, they had all the curveballs of Burt Blylevin. And I sent them that, which I thought was pretty awesome. The daughter is playing softball. Mom played D1 softball too, out in California. So they said, thanks for the love. I said, I said, I want to get Burt Blylevin on a future show. I said, let's try to make it happen. So everybody have a great night. Peace out. And uh, yeah, I'll talk to you soon. Adios.